One of the most popular questions that we get asked is how difficult is it to be in a country speaking a language other than English and being understood and communicating with the locals. Well, we have seven tips that we want to share with you about how to get by without missing a beat. And our last tip is the one we found especially invaluable for communicating with locals. So stick around for that. Welcome back to Find Gina Marie, where we share our lives as full-time travelers and the connections we make along the way. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Judy. And I'm Kevin. Usually when we arrive in a new place, we're hungry. And so what's logical is to find food somewhere. Well, you don't necessarily want to go to a restaurant that has pictures or one that has an English menu because sometimes those can be tourist traps. So if you want to eat like a local, you typically want to go to a restaurant that either has a chalkboard outside with a menu written by hand or inside with a menu. But either way, it's going to be in a local language. We've used these seven methods to successfully communicate with locals. Uh, make reservations at restaurants, uh, know what we're actually eating at restaurants, talking to others about setting up tours or trips, anything like that. And even getting my hair cut and colored, especially to my specifications, which is no mean feat. Our first tip is for those of you who have an Apple device, either an iPhone or an iPad, you can go ahead and use Apple Translate, which is already built into your device. So the first thing is, You've got two different languages on the phone, and one can be Italian, one can be English. You can flip them around. You can pick any language you want out of the drop-down lists. There's a limited number on Apple, so you have some restrictions. But once you pick the two languages, now you just need to pick one that you're actually going to use to translate from. So if I'm translating from Italian to English, I tap Italian. You'll see there's a little blue dot next to the Italian side, and then I can just type a word. Typically, it would be a word that you're reading on a sign or something like that, and you want to understand what it means in English. And once you do that, now you see the English translation for it, and you can go ahead and understand what you actually are looking at. So conversely, if you know your expression in English and you want to be able to communicate it in Italian... Tap English, and then type what you want to say. Where is the bathroom? And hit go. And if you wanted to actually say those words because you don't even know how to say this, you hit the play button on the screen. Dove il bagno? And it says, dove il bagno? And you can just play it for the person that you are asking the question, or you can just show them your phone. Yeah, which we've done quite a few times. If you're not sure about what one of the words actually means, you can just tap on that word and you get a dictionary. You can read all about it, see the different conjugations, it's a verb, and might help you actually learn some of the language. Now, perhaps this is a phrase that you expect to be using over and over again. You can go ahead and press the star button and that's going to save it in your history so that you can find it easily. And there it is. You can just scroll and you can accumulate. Uh, as many favorites as you want. If you're trying to have a back and forth conversation with a local, you can turn on conversations. This allows you to set up the conversations in a few different ways. One is, you can have side-by-side side where you're normally just seeing the translations next to each other or face-to-face -face where you can actually have them control their side of the phone, you control your side of the phone, and you can go back and forth that way. 
and you can also turn on the play translations so you can hear the actual sayings out loud. So let's go ahead and do, uh, we'll leave the auto translate off. If you turn auto translate on and it's very noisy around, there's a lot of other people speaking, it might get in our conversation. So we'll try this with just tapping the mic. Why don't you start? Where is the bathroom? Dove è il bagno? A destra. To the right. Thank you so much. Grazie mille per la. Prego. 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 You are welcome. Not always perfect. <laughs> Could be me. It is. <laughs> I thought I sounded perfectly Italian there. But it's an easy way of going back and forth and communicating and uh, just one more way of trying to get your expressions across. So one of the features that I really like is the camera option and it allows you to just take a screenshot of a menu. In this case, it's a Portuguese menu or you could use a point of interest that is in the local language. And you just need to make sure at the top that you indicate what language it's in and what language you want it to convert to. Yep, and it's nice because now that you have this image on the screen with the translations over the top, you can zoom in and actually read them. So you can see vegetable cream, light cream of fresh vegetables. It's not always going to be a perfect translation, but it's definitely going to give you a sense of what it is so you aren't having to shoot in the dark and not really have a clue. You can also pick an image out of your library and have it translate that, and it will use whatever language you have picked at the top. Sometimes I'll use this for commentary that's on a sign that I want to read later. Like I'll take a picture, no idea what it actually says, but I'll pull it up on my camera and then be able to read the story of this or that particular point of interest. There are times when you are using your computer or in this case, again, our iPhone, and you, you actually need to go to a website. Apple Safari can help you with that as well. Now the website we have here is commune.torino.it, which is an Italian website. But you see on the left side of the address bar, there's an AA. And when you tap that, you get options to change your font size and other things on the website. You also have a translate website option. So if I tap that, now it's going to ask me, what do I want to translate it to? I would like it in English because <laughs> I'm Italian already. I don't need to switch to French and be more confused. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I've translated in English, now I know it's women's volleyball, what a beautiful summer, working for the municipality, so it makes a lot more sense to me and I can go ahead and go back and forth with that if I bring back the address bar, tap that again and when view the original, now I'm back to the original Italian, which I can't read very well because <laughs> there's a lot of words here that I haven't studied. <laughs> so let's move on to tip number three, which is Apple Live Text. Now, Apple Live Text is in a lot of Apple apps right now, especially in photos and on your camera. In photos, you can look at any image that has text on it and start just selecting the text and then ask to translate it. It gives you a little pop-up menu. You slide over to Translate, tap that, and now you'll see the actual translation. And I also really like to use this feature for email. For instance, we were in France and we had some packages delivered and we needed to understand what 
the mail was. Uh, in one situation, it was that they couldn't deliver it to me, so I didn't really know what they were telling me via email. In another situation, I'd ordered something and they sent back a response. Had no idea what it was. So we have this email up and I'll go ahead and just select some texts, same way I did before, and hit the translate on the menu that pops up. And now we have a full breakdown in English. Which turned out to be really useful and very easy and um, made my life so much happier. Yeah. And this feature works on the desktop version as well as on your, your phone or iPad. Yeah, basically live text works almost everywhere on Apple devices. Our fourth option is to use Google Translate. You can use the web version, which is found at translate.google.com, or you can go ahead and just download the app to have it handy on your phone, which is what we've done here. In the same way that you can use Apple Translate, Google Translate works exactly the same. So you can enter your text and type it in, or you could just press the microphone button and just say your expression. Where's the library? And then you can play it. Unde biblioteca? And that's Romanian, which I had no clue about. <laughs> you can also save phrases just by pressing the star. If you want to get to your favorites in Google, go ahead and hit home, and then hit the star in the upper left corner, and that'll be your phrase book. You can also save transcripts in there too. So if you've had a whole back and forth conversation, it allows you to preserve those. And you can also have a conversation. Slightly different than Apple, but works the same. So where's the bathroom? Deci, unde este baia? Okay, you gotta do the Romanian too. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Trust us when we say that you can do back and forth <laughs> in the same way as Apple Translate. <laughs> All right, let's hit the home again. Yes. In a similar way, if you're in front of a point of interest, you can press the Google Camera button and it's going to open up Google Lens Tool. And that allows you to be in front of a point of interest and translate what you're looking at. In this case, it was something in French. It's a prayer. And thankfully the detect language is on, so no matter what we were in front of, Google's found out the language for us. Now you could do the same thing if it's a picture in your library. To get there, instead of hitting the camera button, you take the stack next to it and tap an image in your library and it'll pull it up and do the same thing. Super easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> As my son likes to say, our son. <laughs> I was waiting for that. One of the really nice features that Google has is that sometimes you may be somewhere with a spotty internet connection. So if you know that beforehand or before entering into a country with a foreign language and download a language. So in this case, we could download Romanian. And it means that I won't have to take a picture and it tell me, oh, sorry, there's no access to your internet, so we can't tell you what a phrase or um, an image is saying. So next time you go into your profile, if you take a look at your downloaded languages, you'll see your language either downloading or it's already downloading the list. And you can decide that after you leave a country, you can delete that foreign language, or you can allow them to accumulate. They will take up a little bit of space on your phone, so it's up to you how much space you want to allocate to downloaded languages. 
We think you can cover nearly everything using either Apple or Google in order to meet your needs. I don't want you to discount how valuable it is just to gesture or to point. Kevin is known for asking for the check. Yeah. <laughs> Across the room. <laughs> and it works out fine. So you may be able to just communicate what you need through gestures and that's fine. Another app that we do have for you is called Yandex Translate and it works the same as Apple and Google, all of the same features, except for the fact that it is specifically good for Eastern European languages. So if for some reason either Apple or Google fail you, this is sure to have you covered. Having backups is good. Right. So in this case, I will pay by card. Voi plăti cu cardul. And if you show it to your waiter or waitress or whomever you happen to be talking to and either they'll see the words, they'll hear the expression and they'll understand what you're trying to communicate. Now, often it is quicker just to show them the phone. We've done that with taxi rides too, where they can't hear what we're trying to play on it. So give me your phone and they'll look at, oh, got it. And also when we're in a foreign country and the currency is different, usually they'll go ahead and type it into a calculator. Yeah. So you'll see the number and then you'll be able to understand that it's that number in the currency of the local economy. And one of the more obvious choices, but we feel like we need to mention it anyway, is many websites have different languages that you can automatically use. Most of the time, these are in some sort of menu or in the upper right-hand corner. When you're on a computer, you'll see maybe it more obvious in the upper right-hand side, might be a flag up there. On the phone, for example, right here, you can change this website to English. And then after it gets done reloading, now I have English on this website. It's not always going to cover every language, but most time you'll have English on these websites. And anytime you can bypass any kind of translator and just have it automatically appear is a good day and you should like use that option whenever you can. So thanks for hanging in with us up until now. We saved our best tip for last. And that is using an app we talk about quite a bit called WhatsApp. This app is used a lot internationally. It is the perfect tool to be able to use when you're dealing with someone from a foreign country. And that's because it automatically translates. You don't have to do anything to translate and it's end-to-end -end encrypted. There's no charge, so neither side is incurring any expenses. So we've used it to book haircut appointments, to coordinate details regarding when I'm meeting up with a guide. The number of circumstances that this is useful is immeasurable. What I also often do is if I'm needing to make a reservation somewhere, I'll just put the number into WhatsApp and it'll be able to tell me that this person is not on WhatsApp or yes, they are. And we can talk to almost anybody and ask, oh, do you have a WhatsApp number? It's like, sure, of course, you know, and they'll give us that and then we can communicate with them later. We had a taxi driver earlier on this trip and he said, you know, I'd like to give you a tour. It's like, well, give us your WhatsApp number and we'll go ahead and contact you if we are interested. I know it's really intimidating to try calling a restaurant and have to worry about them not speaking English on the other end of it. So oftentimes we'll see if a particular restaurant is on WhatsApp and then we can make the reservation very easily through the app. Sometimes you can even go to a website and it'll indicate that they're on WhatsApp 
or if you go to TripAdvisor, they'll say that this place is available on WhatsApp. There's also sometimes a WhatsApp icon so that you know that you can easily contact that person and it'll work. So absolutely download WhatsApp if you're gonna travel. You will almost definitely use it no matter where you are. If you found this episode useful, please give us a like, consider subscribing if you're not already. And we'd love to hear from you if you thought this kind of video was interesting, let us know in the comments and check out findinggenery.com. Lots of great information there, more details and articles from Judy. Until next time. Until next time.